Hello, people. Hello, people. This is Just Because, the Human Experience Podcast, episode 174. I am uh, still Michael Lobo. This day is April 27th, 2023. This episode was recorded January 22nd, 2023. I was joined by my little bro, Danny, my friends, Michelle and Hiam. This was another random roundtable episode. The next few episodes coming up are random roundtable episodes where they were a lot of fun, very interesting people who don't know each other or kind of know each other, getting together and having conversations and opening up with each other. And this is, I, lo- I love it. I love it. So these next few episodes, they're, they're really fun. I'm excited to share. I'm just slacking in uh, editing in life. I've been feeling really, really low lately. So um, have I finally have some time to record this intro. I hope you all are doing as well as you want to be doing. Um, enjoy. be okay michelle will it <laughs> um you know i can't oh, okay there it goes there you are oh, i got all this stuff behind me what, i was like I... i'm over here pushing the buttons like which one is it oh no yeah too much stuff behind me. okay that's more <laughs> yeah i'm always like i gotta make sure these are kind of clean but i didn't try this time <laughs> there's just random evidence how you doing michelle i think the other two are running late or they're dead. No, um, <laughs> I'm a hope running late. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Hi. Ah, I'm okay. What did you do this weekend? Oh crap! What did I do? Oh no, that's either a I good thing forget. or a bad thing. I mean, you forget. We're still I mean, in it. I don't know it. why. I know. I don't know why, but my memories that like literally escapes me all the time. Like somebody will be like, "Oh, how was your day?" I'm like, "Crap! What did I do?" I don't remember, but uh. Oh no, Michelle. Okay, yesterday, okay. I'm in pain, so that means I worked out yesterday. <laughs> I I like how we came to it. I like uh how we you remembered. Okay, uh, you're in pain. You worked out. Oh yeah, and then I took my nephew to watch Puss and Boots. How was it? Okay, it was really good, but oh, these no. movies are getting less and less <laughs> uh kid appropriate. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Or is you, it? You, you, you've yeah. seen Shrek, right? Yeah, I've seen Shrek. So you remember the very first one? Mm-hmm. We just saw it a couple weeks ago, the, yeah. Okay, so how you realize now that it's not really as kid-friendly as you might think because of all the, yeah, mm-hmm. the windows, and that was all Puss in Boots. <laughs> you said and you were with your nephew? Mm-hmm. Said, He's nine. Did he get it? Oh, no. Oh, okay. He didn't get it at all. But it's yeah. like, Puss is over here talking about what the hell. And they're like bleeping out words. I was like, what <gasps> are we watching? <laughs> Whoa. Sure, it was entertaining. It's very entertaining. But at the same time, like, this is rated PG. <laughs> Whoa, that's weird. Yeah, that's different when they have to bleep out, like as a joke. Right. Uh, bleep out. That's weird. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe it's because you're an adult. So now you see the jokes more. 
as a grown up, mm-hmm. but that that bleeping one is weird. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. We showed it to our son a couple of weeks ago, and he uh he didn't get it. <laughs> He's five, so uh, he did he did not get it. So we'll probably I try it again. <laughs> yeah. So we'll try it again. We just saw Princess and the Frog last week for the first time. Um, oh wow! It, did it scare him? No, he liked okay. uh, the Shadow Man. Which is weird. Some movies he's scared of the villain, and then other movies he thinks they're cool and he'll pretend his toys are uh, the villain. We listen to that the song "Friends on the Other Side" every day, multiple times, <laughs> multiple times a day. I was going to ask you: Did you see Princess and the Frog when it came out, or did you mm-hmm. see that? Okay, how old were you? Do you? I'm. I was even... a teenager. I was a. Uh, I can't remember the exact year, but I know I was in high school when it came out. Really, sort of when I first watched it, I feel like I don't remember watching it in theaters, but I do remember I was a teenager in high school when I first watched it. I was either a freshman or a sophomore. Were you bummed she was a frog for a lot of it, or was it just like you're happy mm-hmm. that you there was a black Disney princess? Like until someone else brought it up, and even after they brought it up, I didn't think it was that big a deal. Mm. To be honest, it's like to me sometimes, like I don't know, if this is a bad mindset to have, but it's like, but to me, it's like some reputation is better than no reputation. <laughs> Representation, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially when it's been zero for for so long. Yeah, yeah. And it's I, like it's not like we didn't know she was black the whole time. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so to, it's not like we all just forgot. So to for, me, it was fine. <laughs> right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I was, yeah, I was curious um, what people thought in time, because I'm seeing this now as a 75 year old in 2023. So my thinking is different than if I would have seen it in real time. Him, are you okay? Yes, I'm here. Hi, how are <laughs> Hello, you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing okay. I have my coffee and my beer and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> What that does oh for gosh, us. I need coffee. <laughs> oh, you got to wake up. Yes. How's your weekend going? It's been pretty good. I don't know who I think I am going out and doing all these fun things at my old age, but I've been social and single and social. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I have those daily reminders when I have to sit on the floor with the kids at work and my knees snack crackle and pop and i go yep there <laughs> it start is. beatboxing there it is <laughs> like someone's knocking at the door and i go no that's my back that's that's all me i know I'm... it's like so like thursday night i went to an event i met someone organically <laughs> my god yeah like in like, real no, life happens. <laughs> like not on the internet and i was like wow you know like he's cute he's nice and respectful <laughs> like all these bare minimum things that turn out to be like bare a really good person. Like we went on a date <laughs> and then and, we went on another date and uh, I was like, okay, it's been like 48 hours, but I'm here for it. I'm, I'm really here for it. It's like, I just muted all of my apps and I couldn't be happier. That's how it was in the old days. When, in the olden days. In the olden days. At events. Yeah. Uh, Michelle is a teacher at our at our school. And um, Michelle, I think you still have Wi-Fi in your room, but in my classroom, the Wi-Fi was off. So there'd be times throughout the day I go, what did we do before Wi-Fi? What am I supposed to? Yeah, I guess I'll just actually, tell the kids stuff. Yeah. It actually goes out 
pretty often. And then I'm just like, what did I do without the Alexa before we had it? Because I have no clue. Yeah. I guess <laughs> I'll like, read you a book. my lifesaver, <laughs> right? Right. Like, it reads the books, it plays the music, it tells us what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> it does have to work. <laughs> it's just kids, kids and adults screaming. Mm-hmm. I asked y'all, what was the best and worst part of your week? Uh, would you like to go? Or should I go? Michelle, you want to go? go? Okay, well, okay. damn. Yeah, go him. Also, do you so... want to be... Are you okay with your name? Used? Yes. Okay, yeah. okay. I know, I'm on private now, so like nobody can find my Instagram. <laughs> Got it. Best part was meeting a human being organically. The worst part, traffic yesterday. Oy. Because of Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year, I missed my barbershop appointment, so my hair is still fluffy oh. and kind of ugly. But it's fine. I have a new beanie my mom made me, so just one more week of wearing that. And then the song I've been listening to? Yeah. Does it have to be new? No, it could just be a song that you've been feeling recently. I've been listening a lot to Jungle Lady by Lion Babe. Tell me how you want it, baby. You know you need a jungle lady. It's a good song. I think you would really like it. And the girl who's a singer in Lion Babe is Vanessa Williams' daughter. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't know that. Fun fact. Cool. I'm going to find that. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're I love I love the, the meeting person, meeting people. Organically. IRL. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's a bigger accomplishment than I think people realize uh, in this day and age. Um, yeah. Michelle, what was the best and worst part of your week and your, your I'm song? I'm going to start with the worst because it was okay. really bad. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I got sick at work on, my, on Wednesday, it was. And I was like, it was literally the worst time ever because I'm like, I'm supposed to be setting out lunches and I started to feel sick and I go to the bathroom and then I get text messages from my staff. It's like, oh, one kid's poopy. One kid had an accident. One kid needs to go to the bathroom. It was like, I can't leave. <laughs> Just let me go to the bathroom. Yeah, absolute source. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is terrible. It's always, I yeah, when something's going on and then texting, everything. Yeah. yeah. I texting other people like, hey, can you leave your class? Hey, can you leave your class? Oh, jeez. It was a hot mess. And did, how long did that last? I didn't even know you yeah, were sick. Yeah, times. Oh, shoot. Because the thing was, it was funny because they're like, oh, do you need me to find coverage? I'm like, what coverage? What uh, coverage do you have? Let me know and then I'll, but you don't have any. So I'm going to stay <laughs> until mm-hmm. my staff finishes their breaks and then I'll be out. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have nobody. Right. Because it's like, I'm going down the list. That person has two people. That person has two people. That one can't leave. So who, who? Please tell me who. <laughs> yeah. Our staffing is a mess at our school. Yeah. I don't miss working in education. So <laughs> I'm sending love to you all. Thank you. Uh, greatly appreciate it. <laughs> God bless the work that you do. Oh, goodness. And what was the best part, Michelle? Best part was, okay, so I've been, get, I don't know if any of you shop on Shein. But <laughs> I've been on Shein lately. And then um, I'm 
I'm getting ready for a trip to Jamaica. Mind you, my trip is not until May. However, mm-hmm. I've been overly excited about this. I've already bought my whole wardrobe for it. <laughs> and they came in, and I'm having this whole fashion show inside my house. Like, look, I'm going to be looking so fly in Jamaica. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> How long are you going to be in Jamaica? A week. Oh, that's great. That's exciting. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say, are you doing a resort or are you doing like an Airbnb? Airbnb. It's on like this hilltop too. It look, it's so nice. It's basically a villa and like we're going to have our own personal driver. I was like, yeah, live it up. I love that. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous now. That's, uh, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> I can only imagine. What is a song you've been really into lately? Lately, uh, I, I I've been on repeat. Um, wait for it on Hamilton. Nice. <laughs> I love that song. I feel oh, like yes. I'm the Every only time. one in the world who's never seen Hamilton. <gasps> oh my gosh! Damn, what? I mean, Cancel I kind of don't of want to. Oh. <laughs> Good, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're like, at this point, I just should not see it. I mean. Almost, right? I know people love it, but it's also just like such a weird concept. It It is. When you explain it to people, I at least for me, I don't know, Michelle, if you feel this way, but I'm like, I know this sounds so weird, but it's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the concept of it. I was trying to explain it to my sister before she watched. Before I made her watch it with me, oh. <laughs> I was like, but I was like, it's perfect for you because she's in the political field. Like, you have to watch it. This is these are like your people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! And what did she think of it? So she was watching it, and she could just see all the parallels of her life in it. You know, it's people switching sides, uh, uh, how the debate went. And it's like, it doesn't be that entertaining, but oh, it'll be that serious. It'll be that fierce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's something she'll continue to watch. But yeah, she can see her life in it. Yeah. <laughs> Kim, I hope I get a text from you in 10 years saying you finally saw Hamilton. <laughs> but not in like yeah. a couple days, 10 years. <laughs> 10 years. 10 years. I want, <laughs> I want this text. Mark my words. Yes. <laughs> Do it now. Um, I think for me, it's just musicals. I want to like them. And like being queer, like I want to love them. But I just, I don't. I just don't. Yeah, I guess that would, that is another, a big thing is it is a musical and not everybody, I guess, is into I almost forgot it was a musical until you said that because I don't <laughs> I, I it's all smushed together like the show and I love it but yeah it is and musicals uh not for everybody I guess 10 years it's all right you have 10 years it's cool here I think uh my best part of the week I'm trying to find little moments to appreciate the the little moments because I don't get them a lot and then I tend to focus on the negative and focus on what I didn't get to do or didn't accomplish. So just the little times where we were playing in in the other room with our two kids just a while ago and enjoying that versus the the shit I didn't get done uh, throughout the week. Um, Worst part, and it's probably the worst part of of every week since August, uh, my son is in my class. And (laughs) I love my son. I love 
future son, if you listen to this years from now. Um, <laughs> but it is just hard going from work and then in the car, me and him, and then we're at home. And I just feel like I'm always in teacher mode, teacher father mode with him. And I've I've been joking when he goes to kindergarten in August, I can't wait to to like him again, but I've missed him. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I miss you. I wish I could, I wish I could like you and enjoy you for who you are. I think that I, I'm still struggling with how to separate that in my brain. Um, and Serena has been great with, with helping. Like you need a break, go somewhere for 10 minutes, come back. Be my best or worst part of the week. Danny, are you, are you there? No, he's not. I was like, wait a minute. Who's Danny? <laughs> Maybe he's, he's figuring out there's no Wi-Fi at Arby's. Oh, he's connecting to audio. Is uh, Arby's still a place? It is. Oh, still, it sure is. It is a place. <laughs> That's where I get all my medicine. No, see, he doesn't. He he's gone again. Uh, my song recommendation. I was talking to Michelle and I were talking about it a little before you jumped on him. We just saw, not we like me and Michelle, Serena and I uh, just saw um, the Princess and the Frog uh, for the first time. I, I figure that's what you guys are talking about. Yeah. My son loves it. And the song I've really enjoyed from that was um, Friends on the Other Side, sang by uh, Dr. Facilier, the shadow man. It's just a fun, it's a fun song. So he'll ask for it multiple times a day and I'll play it for him. And I don't get sick of it, or at least I haven't yet. We'll, yeah. we'll see what happens in a couple of weeks. But uh, I've, I've really enjoyed that song. For a really long time. Yes. When that movie first came out, I took my sister to go see it. And she had like nightmares from the Shadow Man. Like that movie. Oh, okay, so that was my question to Michael. Because I was like, was he scared? Yeah. That, I mean, I was in a. It's a like, hit or miss. Yeah. Because yeah, I was probably like in my early 20s when it came out. And I thought it was like, I was like, wow, this must be terrifying for children. <laughs> When he's just like, Whoa. shadow right. man. <laughs> and then the shadows move in the nighttime. I, I yeah. definitely thought my son would be scared of it, but and then he'll be scared of like a, a random owl character in some other movie. And I go, what? You're scared of the owl, but not the, the shadow man who can call not shadows? Not the actual <laughs> demon. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So I go, okay, I guess I can't control what you're scared of. That's hilarious. I recently, like, my friend sent me some kind of video of this lady eating like raw pretty much a live tarantula and i was like don't ever send me oh no like this ever again and she's like oh i'm sorry and i was like like i have a legit spider phobia Uh and like i hallucinate and like i told her like i just watched this video i didn't finish it but i'm already starting to see things in the corner of my eyes like i legit like hallucinate and imagine spiders are everywhere like it's been happening to me since i was a kid where I like wake up in the middle of the night and I like physically can see spiders all over me, but they're not there. And so my grandma would put Zemzem water, which is like, I don't want to call it holy water, but it's like Muslim holy water. Mm-hmm. And she'll like put it on my like forehead and like my chest and like pray and read Quran on me. Just like, you know, pray the demons away. But it's like I legit cannot do with spiders. So I'm just like, oh, I feel like fears are they just come and go for people mm-hmm. and it's really random and i've i can be brave and kill a spider now but the way it ruins my day <laughs> and how paranoid i get yeah it's terrifying there was a period last summer where those little baby spiders were just 
all over my they would come on my couch and it's because oh. my couch is near the patio door and when i'm i'm feng shuiing right now i'm, re- I'm redecorating and i had my couch flipped upside down and i was cleaning and there was like a dead daddy long leg spider in a web and i'm like so this bitch had babies oh. in my couch and the nerve they've just been like hatching no wonder every time I'm on my couch, there's like some little baby spice. So it's like any tickle or anything I felt. I just like have an anxiety attack and it's terrifying. So owls can be terrifying too. That, yeah. Yeah. Because they can turn their heads and be all, all the way the fuck around. They're yeah. Old, and they're awake when I'm asleep. Danny, yeah. that is the strangest Arby's I've ever seen in my life. Are you okay? Yes. Yes, okay. I tried to order and then I got turned away. So I'm I'm very upset, but that's okay. That is why I'm late, actually. <laughs> Great. Uh, no, hi, everyone. I'm, <laughs> I'm Danny. The uh, reason I'm late is because I missed my reminder notification. I'm in the middle of moving. So got a lot of things going on. Uh, but I am moving into my house that I bought two years ago. Long story, but I'm finally moving in. Yay! Um, it's been a been a process, but hello. Yay! Hi. Thank you for your patience. Yeah. <laughs> what was the? We were just getting into it. We were talking about our weeks. What is the best or worst part of your week? And your um, song recommendation. Always, I'll start with my song recommendation first. S.G. Lewis's new song, "Fever Dreamer." Big fan. worst part of my week um it's actually just been the moving process i hate moving i like to be moved but the moving part always um I felt like that. once the moving part is done and over with it's like ah okay that's over but it's just the process itself that sucks mm-hmm. uh but the best part i went on a really great date on thursday night that was awesome lasted about six hours of just Ooh. like pure good time like friendly chatting getting to know each other um and the vibes were totally there uh which is very very rare for me so uh it was definitely the highlight of my week that's awesome yeah now let me ask you a question did you meet your date irl or online online See, some Online. people have good luck. We were just talking. I had a date on Thursday night that went really well, and we met IRL organically. And I'm just like, wow, that never happens. <sighs> that's a big deal. Um, yeah. See, yeah, see, <laughs> that's a very big deal, particularly nowadays, because you know, online dating is so much easier because you're yeah. you're more likely. I mean, if that's your intention anyway, yeah. you're more likely to find someone that's perhaps more specifically a match for you. But there's this excitement that online dating doesn't give you when it's yeah. organically in the real world. Actually, mm. prior to this date, I'd met somebody IRL and I was really excited about them because I hadn't felt I hadn't gotten that feeling since probably literally high school. Uh, I'm 30 now, so it's been like 15 years for me. Uh, And long story short, I basically told them how I felt about them. I did like them, and they turned me down. But I will still take away the good feeling of just like 
the organic feeling of meeting yeah. someone. Mm-hmm. And knowing that you can still feel that like, you know, like <laughs> that, 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 that Michael Jackson. Yeah. He, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Giggle, giggle, giggle. Yeah. Um, I I always picture it as the anime giggle. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. But I guess Michael Jackson. <laughs> Maybe that has a different. Uh, con- That's more of a. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy for for both of you. That's awesome. And Michelle, I hope our staffing gets better at our school. Um, I doubt it. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Michelle, you brought up. You wanted to talk about cancel culture. What specifically? Because I was trying to get ready in my brain. And I go, there is so much to that idea and and what it is and what it entails. What did you have in mind? To be honest, it's just questions that I have in my mind that I don't have the answer to that I like to discuss with other people because it's like, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. The three of us have the answers. I already know right. that part. Okay. So I'm we're ready. I volunteered to him and Danny. So. So if I can remember correctly what I sent you, it was just for one, should it like really be a thing? Like, okay, one act, one and done. You know what I mean? And then it's like, how do you disassociate the act from like, okay, like for the person's craft, for example, you know, like the whole Bill Cosby and the R. Kelly's and it's like, because then we had a whole like problem when it came time for my wedding. It was like, we want to step in the name of love, but it's like but R. Kelly. <laughs> No, I still, it's I like like I grew up on the Cosby Show, but it's like he's a rapist. Like, how, like the dissociation is it possible? And it's like it's just it's hard. So I argue with people on this. Oh, it's, I'll say debate because I don't like to argue with people. It's pointless for me. Like, I believe I can fly was such an inspirational song to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just loved it. But now when I listen to it, I just imagine like R. Kelly flying and peeing on little girls. And so like I, I, I can't like especially after getting like all the details from all the girls and like watching the documentary and all the stuff that was coming out during the trial. Like I can't hear his voice or see his face mm. without thinking about and it's not like well was he guilty or wasn't he guilty like Uh i feel like like with michael jackson like every accusation was proven to be like fake or whatever but i also think he was deeply disturbed and never had a childhood whereas Mm -hmm. like r kelly straight up is like i'm guilty they call it being a pedophile he made a whole song about it in jail so i have zero sympathy for that and i don't want to support it's like you are not gonna get my half a cent streaming money you know like you're not gonna get that don't want to give that to you you fucked up for me personally i like celebrities for who they are Mm -hmm. i liked beyonce when she was weird and now that she's this like mysterious person who doesn't do interviews and never speaks i'm just kind of like you're talented but i liked it better when you told MTV that you thought it'd be cool to be a whale because you and Michelle oh Kelly God. were high. 
You know, I've always yes. been a whale. I just think whales are so great. Like that that's funny. Oh my God. You know, like have some I like celebrities with personality, you know, like mm-hmm. even actors, like sometimes they're shitty actors, but because they're fun people, I really like them, you know? So for me, like with like Bill Cosby, like Bill Cosby's entertaining, but I'm okay with never watching the Cosby show ever again. Mm. And I think that when people do heinous shit, it's just kind of like, I can't see you differently. But I know other people that are like, we love R. Kelly's music. I grew up on it. It's part of my life. And he did bad stuff, but it doesn't mean that he's not talented. I was like, bad people can be talented. So that's kind of my take on it. Like, I can't disassociate their actual actions from what they actually do but like i freaking love jenna jackson literally like she's a whole awakening in my world like i have a septum ring i've dyed my hair a specific color because of janet but it's like if i found out she was doing some wild shit i'd have to really let that go it would hurt my feelings Mm. it would be hard but (laughs) like i would let it go okay yeah what about you guys what do you think danny uh, I, I'm de- I'm deep in thought as um, she was speaking, but okay. So my high level take on the notion of like, like cancel culture, which has such a bad rap, and I think it has all the right intentions, but just how it's like portrayed and marketed in the media, it's almost as if it's mostly about petty shit, and mm-hmm. it might be to some people, it's like this like. It's almost as if cancel culture is this like collective that's seeking out to just destroy any everybody and anybody that's just like doing whether it's really fucked up stuff or just like really minor stuff. Like mm-hmm. you're not allowed to exist in my space if you have fucked up. And I think that's like a lot of people's take on it. <clears throat> Fox News. But um, nope. I wouldn't call it cancel, cancel culture, though. But I do think the ideas behind it have their time in place. Like for me. I wouldn't call it canceling somebody like if the, if they screw up like for example like yes R Kelly does have songs that I also grew up with but his actions align in no shape or form with my values and because of that right. I, I don't support him I, I because I know each stream financially supports him I don't care if it's like point zero 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 one percent of a cent That's- it doesn't align with my values I'm not going to do it. There are other areas where I also, you might say, like, cancel certain things or people or companies. Um, another one that was a big deal for me, for example, was um, Home Depot or Planet Fitness. You know, there are plenty of good com- uh, people that work at those companies, but the CEO, since they're at the very top and ultimately benefit from my money, and then, you know, money that I use to purchase whatever products they have. And then they use that money to, for example, donate to basically conversion therapy Mm. camps or anti-LGBTQ organizations. Like if that is where my money is going, yes, then I'm going to cancel you, which to me just means like, I'm not going to support you anymore because again, and align with my values. However, on the other hand, some places where cancel culture can get kind of iffy is if like, for example, people see it as a collective, as like a popular thing to do. And they're just 
canceling somebody for the sake of canceling them because everybody's doing it without really understanding why, then yeah, if that's kind of the purpose, then maybe I wouldn't buy into it so much because maybe what you've understood that this person or company has done is actually not what actually happened. Um, You just heard some weird screwed up game of telephone version of whatever it is that happened and then you're canceling them for all the wrong reasons. And that place, like, yeah, I wouldn't really buy into the notion of cancel culture because in, in that sense, it's not exactly serving its actual purpose. It's just something popular to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to me, I would just say, like, really look into, like, what it is this company or person or entity, whatever did. Does it align with your values or whatever that means to you? But if that's not really the case, maybe look into it a little more before you totally cut somebody or something out of your life. That's my take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that you saying like it doesn't align with your values is exactly kind of the sentiment that I carry. And I feel like keyboard warriors, especially on Twitter, really lack empathy. Forget that celebrities sometimes are human too. For example, like when Lizzo dropped her album and there was a song that used a word that was inappropriate mm-hmm. against the disabled community, and everyone was like, cancel Lizzo she hates disabled people and it's like no she doesn't she just wasn't aware of a background of a word but immediately changed it in course correct because she respects you and your opinion and your feelings and i think people were so quick to be like down with lizzo and i'm like can you just leave her alone she legit apologized and was like she didn't double down and like do some crazy shit you know, and I think in comedy too, that happens a lot where something is said or done that might not have a negative intention, but is hurtful, but people will apologize and people still want to cancel them. But I I don't think cancel culture is a new thing. I think social media just makes it a lot easier for people to try to quote unquote cancel somebody because I don't know if you guys remember the artist Shaba Ranks. He had some song where he was talking about killing a guy because he's gay. And then the queer community globally was just like, nah, no, 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 no. And his career just went down the drain. He was uninvited from shows and festivals because he was just like, no, homosexuality is ungodly. And just doubled. He just kept doubling down. And then once he lost millions, he apologized. But by that point, it was, like, too late. Like, it was too late. His peers were on the rise, and he kind of fell back because it's like, you said something wrong, and we corrected you, and you still were like, nah, fuck that. Like, to me, like, cancel culture in that sense was appropriately used. Mm-hmm. But for things, like, where people are like, oh, I had no idea, but now I do, I think there should be a little bit more empathy and grace given. But I, like I said, with social media, I feel like people are way too comfortable on their keyboards being like f this cancel that just a bunch of incels behind screens Mm -hmm. yeah i was trying to read because i overthink stuff and then i had like nine tabs open of different uh perspectives of um of cancel culture yeah there's so many levels to where it's a, a criminal act right versus tweets from 15 years ago what's sticky because i love I love stand-up comedy is when, you know, a comic makes a joke or, yeah, I'll say makes a joke because that's what they're doing, whether you 
like the joke or think it's not a joke is that's up to you but it it definitely ranges and i i think he brought up a huge thing is this, i think social media just amplifies it cuz now we all have a voice you know there's definitely this idea of let's boycott this this company or this, these people because we don't align with it right and um i think it's it's useful if there's a conversation there like the the lizzo thing was a great uh, example because you know she was informed what the word meant why why it was wrong and then she changed it i i bought the album i think a couple weeks after it came out and it the lyric was already changed like it, it was quick how she was able to to fix it and sort of realize what that meant but if it's just used in sort of like a mob public shaming and and there's not a, a discussion of like why we think this is wrong you shouldn't have said what you said or obviously it's different from like again like the the art kelly where they're committing a, a physical thing to somebody but it gets super sticky when you get into like the the kevin hart tweets uh comes to mind when or or, or a joke it was a joke in his stand-up where you know people were saying it it was homophobic and it, it was in nature like he he was sort of if i if i'm remembering the joke correctly he was saying like my son better not be gay or or i'm i'm butchering it obviously but mm -hmm. uh and then there's a i think maybe a conversation there i don't entirely remember him specifically with that but it gets super sticky with like to me with like stand up stand ups saying a joke um versus sort of in the real world kind of thing i yeah i definitely think there's a time and place for cancel culture and what it can do but um it can also be used poorly if the judgment is not right i guess Boom. Do you have another question, Michelle? We have all the answers. Really. Between the three of us, we have all the answers. <laughs> it, yeah, it, really but, answer. but it like it sheds a lot of light though. Cause it's like cause there's like some things I was like, I'm I'm just all the way done with. And then some things are just like, I don't know. And yeah. then it's like and I know like one in particular, uh the like the whole Chris Brown situation. And like I've been like done done with Chris Brown since after a couple of years ago he went and said that uh, how he doesn't mess around with uh, dark skin girls and his quote unquote apology was oh the only the uglies are uh, upset about it I was like sir what whoa <laughs> what? and I then, did not then know like that. yeah and then like recently there and it's like I can't stand this too when someone tries to tell me how how I should feel about something. I kind of felt a certain mm. way after Kelly uh, Rowland actually got up because uh, she, I guess he got uh, an award presented to him at a summer award show. It was someone, I can't remember exactly which one. Mm -hmm. And then Kelly Rowland, uh, and then the crowd booed him. Mm -hmm. And Kelly Rowland got up talking about how we should have grace for him. And it's like, that's fine if you want to, but don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been done with Chris Brown since he put hands on Queen Rihanna. But, you know, people forgave that. And I just, <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, and It's like some people forgave, but it also feels like a lot of people forgot. Yeah. Um, and especially as more time went on. I, I'm with you too. Like I've been canceled him. Like anything, any song he's featured on, I'm like, I, I like everybody else, but nope, get delete, blocked, all of that. So I feel that. Bye. <laughs> yeah. It's also really weird when we're uh calling for people to be sort of fired or um removed from a job when things come out from 
years ago. I think maybe that's one of the things that bugs me the mm-hmm. most about it is when we're like, hey, you said this 20 years ago, you shouldn't have the job you currently have. And I, I don't, I feel kind of uneasy about that. And I, 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 I imagine like one of somebody is going to be like, what about this example? And I go, okay, well, that one's bad. That one's for sure bad, but uh, let's, let's do other ones. But I, that feels weird to me when we're, you know, uh, so-and-so got fired or, or they're not the spokesperson for this. And it, it's weird when, when people celebrate it, but it's like, they're going to get another job somewhere else. Like just cause they're not in this movie anymore. Cause we, mm. we got upset. They're just going to be in another movie. Like we didn't, did we really fix anything by by not really having the discussion of right. what they did wrong? I was just thinking about that episode of Atlanta where Paperboy went to that bar that was basically filled with canceled celebrities and has a conversation with Liam Neeson oh my God. about how he said something kind of racist. And I was like, I think Gen Z forgets about well, I guess they can't forget if they weren't there, but like, I feel like the 80s and 90s were wild yeah. and there wasn't really like social media to document it. And like just the type of like racial things and jokes that people said that just would not fly today. It's like that was so normal back then. Like, I mean, if someone tried to make like those like Siamese cats from that movie today cancel them Uh cancel them ruin their lives but it's like when they made it every single rush hour movie yeah I mean but we love rush hour like I freaking love Jackie Chan but that doesn't like that doesn't make Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker bad people Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. at the time that was what was written and that was an acceptable script you know but it's like stuff like that mm-hmm. if they had it today and did it today then yeah cancel them but like like i said i feel like the 80s and 90s were kind of like this wild wild west of media where like the u.s is more diverse and more accepting kind of but still very stereotypical mm-hmm. but i mean like are we gonna cancel black actors that played the stereotypical black character in the 90s that you know three snaps hey girlfriend you know like there's so many things that if they did that today it would be like a no-no but they did it in the 90s but we still stand for them in the 2000s like Mm -hmm. so it's i think we have to think critically sometimes and again like my one thing about social media that i dislike is people don't think critically anymore People don't think why they like read a one-liner. They don't even read the articles anymore. They just read the mm-hmm. title. Oh my and God. And be like, fuck that. And they don't even have all the evidence. I don't know. Maybe because I'm a research whore. Like, yes, I feel like people just don't read anymore and they just watch YouTube videos and base their life decisions on it. Can we get a research whore on a shirt? I will totally. I would wear that I... shirt. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I feel like I read six articles on something before I, I make up my mind on a thing. I still won't have my mind made up after only six. I, I So when you mentioned Arby's earlier, all I could think about was this three season docu-series called The Food That Built America and how much useless yet interesting information I learned about 
fast food chains and food conglomerates and all the way from the industrial revolution down to like Arby's stands for RB as in roast beef, but also RB as in like, I think they were called like the Robert brothers. Why do I know that? Because I do. And like their competitors and how Arby's came to be when they started the beef between Subway and Blimpies and like how Krispy Kreme never made it as big as Dunkin'. Like, this is what I think about. I watch so like how many hours of that each season is like 10 episodes. Each episode's an hour. There's like three seasons and I watch them all. So when I say I'm thorough, yeah let's yeah. make let's make research horror t-shirts and tote bags I'm, stickers I'm, yes i need that for true crime that's like me whenever there's a like a murder case yes yes that and cults oh no like the nexium yes. cult i know everything about it everything <laughs> fuck keith rainieri rotten hell whoa <laughs> He's in, he's my next guest. No, um, oh my god! No, he's coming on Michael right now. Canceled. Canceled. No. <laughs> Canceling your podcast. Canceling. Only seven people listen to it. Um, I'm one of the seven. Did anyone else have any other thoughts on cancel culture before we keep going? No. All right, Michelle. I'm glad we put your mind at ease. You're welcome. Oh, um, thanks. <laughs> I have some random questions for y'all before we go. Uh, what word do you always misspell? And I know this is word weird because our phones uh, autocorrect everything, but so a word you misspell, or maybe when you see it, you second guess, like, is that really how it's spelled? Receive. I always struggle with words. Yes. With words receipt? just in general. Receipt. Yeah. I spell receipt, receipt. Like, I have to say it like that. Oh, I see. In general, I struggle with words that have an E-I combo and struggling to remember is it the E first or the I first? Mm-hmm. Receipt. Receipt. It's I before I E except believe or any of those words. Yeah, yeah I blame the French. The fr- <laughs> they do. They have some words I feel like that doesn't apply to the I before E except after C. Mm. I feel like there's some words that that's why when I teach uh, my kids words, right? We do letters and stuff, my students, and we're going to do the letter N uh, this week. And I asked my son, do you know any words that start with N? And he said, knock. I said, nope, that's a K. But he's like, we don't Sorry, say. Sorry, buddy. Try again. <laughs> we don't say knock. And I go, I know. I know. It's stupid. I think acknowledge English. because of how I say it. Acknowledge. Acknowledge. It's like A K N O. Like I can't spell out loud, but like it's like ack. Yeah, A C K. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, why? Like, yeah. like uh, the way I spell is like like together is to get her. Oh, I see. You break it down into <sighs> to smaller blocks. Mm-hmm. Like Wednesday. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I Michelle? can't spell tertiary oh. Ter- either. I can't spell that. T T R T I A R Y. Is that correct? I, I lost my spelling bee in third grade, so this was my redemption. Yes, yeah, I was a geography bee person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that's correct. Michelle, do you have a word? Actually. 
exercise. It's actually one I was just struggling with today. And I was like, I forgot exercise? what the heck I was searching it for. But I, I keep missing the, the E after the X. And then even my autocorrect wouldn't do it for me. It's like, so I had to, I had to use the phone, hit the button to say it for it to spell it out for me. Right? I love that feature. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, exercise. exercise is another hard one. Deposit. I always want to spell it deposite with the E, oh, with at, the e the end, at the end. But you can't, there's no E. Um, For me, it's vacuum because i can't remember if it's two c's and one u or one c and two u's mm. um and then broccoli i feel like I, broccoli, I, broccoli <laughs> yeah um i think those two are the always the ones that i get that when i see it i have to second guess like is this right are these people am i crazy is this who did this who wrote this if there was an epic feast held in your honor what is on the table what are we eating the food of my ancestors <laughs> <laughs> which straight is up. arby's no uh which no, is <laughs> rich man food straight rich up man food. pile the table with injera and give me all the food mm. michelle danny you probably Beans have for like me. every single type Beans. of pizza there is mm. There has to be some mac and cheese. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I need a wing or two. A wing or two? (laughs) A wing or two. You have to have different flavors, you know? I really like the garlic parmesan wings. (laughs) Hiem has a really important question. Hiem, did you want to? Flats or drums? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I want to go with flats. I like both for different reasons. Mm Mm-hmm. I, like I feel drums. like a mini caveman with a drum, <laughs> but then I feel like the flats, the flats are like fun to eat with that new TikTok way where you like push it and like, then you get all the meat on one side, like a lollipop. What? You guys Wait, that? what? No. Yeah, where like you push down, you hold the flat perpendicular to the table uh-huh. and you use your thumb and index finger to like push it down the meat, like down the bone. And then you hold the bone and you can just put the meat part in your mouth and comes off like a lollipop. And then all you have are the bones. Wow. And you... I know I've Whoa. seen it done and it makes eating wings so much more fun. <laughs> I, I need to find I, this. I, I don't know that method, but maybe it's the same and I'm, you're just describing it differently. But I know the twist method. So you get your flat uh-huh. um, and say it's like parallel to the table and then you twist the bones so that one bone pops up but then you do the same thing where like the meat is just on one of the bones you just like a lollipop oh Oh. yeah i've never seen the tiktok method but that's the one i know and that makes it easy (laughs) i need to find both of these right um because i struggle and i start crying um (laughs) danny you just have beans at your table did you want to add more food to this Yes, let's build on this table. Let's build beans. on this table. It's just beans. Yeah. Um, I'm picturing the table now. So beans mm. with cheese, yes. salsa, lots of chips, lots of corn tortillas, mm. um, carne asada, pollo asado, so chicken, oh. some guac, um, <laughs> chorizo, so meat al pastor. 
Um, So that good stuff, like as Mexican as you can make it, but I'm not talking like Taco Bell slash Tex-Mex. I'm talking about like the stuff you actually like eat in the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That stuff. That stuff. Or the stuff that like. Do you actually consider Taco Bell Mexican food? I hope not. Some American people. <laughs> I hope not. Should we talk about when it was considered the number one Mexican food in no. the USA? No. Who said that? This was, I don't remember how many years ago. That's uh, a pulling. A little bit. It's okay. It's My heart mm-hmm. broke when I found out enchiladas were Tex Mex and not really like food eaten in Mexico. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. They're still good though. I want to They're good. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, interesting. What other so foods have I been light about? So are yeah. burritos. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or yeah. like chimichangas, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I, knew, yeah. I, knew, I knew. I was ch- devastated. <laughs> yeah. I'll turn right. anything to a burrito. Yeah. I'll turn anything into a taco. Can we talk about spaghetti tacos, man? Oh my god. Oh my gosh. What's a spaghetti taco? Childhood poor people food, but it was like the best. Oh, thing with ever. the bread. At least that's what I did. Sorry. No, an yeah, actual we tortilla. Did it with bread, but like with tortilla sounds more bomb. Yeah. You just get like day old spaghetti that's kind of clumped together. You heat it up and then you just slap uh-huh. it on a tortilla, corn tortilla. Mm-hmm. Put cheese mm-hmm. on it. Had to specify corn, corn tortilla. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. 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 Uh, yeah, I did it with bread. The same. Bread. Yeah. Put on the bread. Spaghetti sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Childhood. <laughs> yeah. Childhood hero. <laughs> I used to. I used to make these were with flour tortillas though, but I used to make burritos out of chicken noodle soup. Like my, I would drink the stew. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I was like, that's a sloppy burrito. <laughs> No, no, no. no. Uh, like, you know, you drink the stew and then you just put the noodles in your tortilla and then, yeah, poor mm. people food. Mm, yeah. It got me through. You're alive today. So, this is literally why I'm alive today. <laughs> healthy. That's perfect. Yes. Um, Not very healthy. Full of sodium. Don't recommend. Just drink plenty of water after. Yeah. That should balance it out. Yeah. Totally. And some ding-dongs to soak it up um i think i have to like have a shrimp boil like a, sh- a shrimp pot bag yeah. um crab legs i have to have some kind of fish sushi pizza like i this is sounds disgusting i guess altogether but i think you could just pick and choose you could it's a buffet my table is a buffet right. and you are all just allowed to just get from it what you will um disgusting or just worldly yeah thank you thank you we'll put that on a shirt too disgusting or worldly um (laughs) created by research whores (laughs) uh yes but uh definitely shrimps is it's uh my favorite do you think that aliens exist yes danny you were quick on that yes yep why if you have uh, uh, just using the logic of this universe is way too big for there not to be. And I don't think it necessarily means that the life looks anything remotely like us or even anything that's on earth. I think that's rather egocentric, mm-hmm. but life in terms of like organic matter that's functioning on its own some way, somehow. Yeah. 
I think it's possible. Michelle? I have like a maybe yes, maybe no, who knows kind of answer. So like I'm Muslim and I know like reading the Quran and like studying it growing up, there's verses in the Quran that says, you know, God is the Lord of the worlds, plural, Mm. which could mean multiple things. It could mean that there's, you know, other planets and other beings that are similar to us elsewhere in this vast universe of ours. Or it could mean legit like the human world, the world of the jinn, heaven and, you know, earth, different worlds, kind of, you know, this Mm -hmm. life, afterlife, worlds. So is it possible? Yes. What do I think about UFOs? Could be the government could be these other people that are way more advanced than us like oh hey we found god's other creation you know what's mm-hmm. up but they're mm-hmm. like like maybe these people kind of suck that's why we haven't come down you know i don't know like it's i i don't knock it but i don't say like oh yeah aliens totally dude you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's possible yeah i grew yeah. up yeah, because I, I grew up Christian and the what was always uh, not always I just remember one particular person when we were talking about aliens always said that she was like, well, you know, God's so big and magnificent. Why would he just stop with us? Mm. But the unknown scares me. <laughs> so I don't like to think about it. <laughs> well, I'm definitely in the camp of uh, just math and just like how big the universe is like what, what Danny was saying that I don't think that we would be the only one out of how many planets and galaxies there are mm-hmm. out there. And um, that's, yeah, I love, I love arguing with my, my four and five-year-olds about it. Cause they'll say the Hulk is real, but aliens aren't real. And I go, what? That's what you're betting your money on. What do you, what? Their what? brains are still <laughs> developing. Give them a break. Uh, I do kind of. But I'm I'm there 40 hours a week. I have to have fun somehow. Um, How do you judge a person? Off their actions. Yeah. Ooh, he and Michelle at the same time. Twinsies. Off their actions. Do you want to, could you explain a little more? Like for me personally, um, the great Maya Angelou said, (laughs) (laughs) when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Hmm. And... When you sh- when you sh- when to show someone something, you have to do something. You know what I mean. So I'll, I've I've seen it, and I've probably seen it more than once. Okay, I believe you. Don't I ain't got to question that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah. a lesson I learned last year. People are who they show you they are, and I think especially like as women, we create these narratives of like, oh, it could be better, or like mm-hmm. maybe that's just where they are right now. And they'll grow. And it's like, sometimes people just don't want to grow. When I like, especially dating now after being in a relationship for three years and two years prior to that with a different person, like, I'm just kind of like, what has failed? And like, even with making friends, what am I overlooking? What am I creating a narrative of in my head? Really paying attention to what people do I just want to be around people who are as excited to meet me as I am to meet them. That mentality, like, I've made some really cool friends, but, like, 
once we exchange numbers and like we never speak again it's like you never reached out to me or responded so it's like I'm not gonna hound you and I'm just let you do what you want to do and if we become friends cool and if we don't we don't and being okay with that because it's like I can't control the people's actions so I'm just letting people do their own actions and letting them reveal who they are to me instead of you know, trying to be an FBI agent and figuring them out on my own, because then I feel like that helps me create that false narrative of what should happen. Mm -hmm. And I think just Mm -hmm. observing people's actions has been way more beneficial to me than, you know, sometimes people talk one thing and they do another and just got to keep your eyes open. Mm -hmm. Danny, how do you judge a person? Same. Same actions? Pretty much the same. And also... Just seeing how aligned those actions and as a result, who they are as a person, um, how aligned they are with me. Because then that'll tell me too, like how much of a match we could be. And then based on that conclusion, I I might predict, not always correctly, but I I might reasonably predict, okay, this will be a long-term relationship. Uh, And I use that word in general, romantic, friendship, professional, whatever. Uh, this could be a long-term relationship, this could be short-term, or this will go nowhere and sayonara. So it, it's all about like what they do, who they say they are, the match of that, and how aligned all of that is with me at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I say this half-jokingly, and that means I'm saying it half-seriously. Uh, by their their favorite stuff, so I always ask people, you, what are your top five favorite movies or top five favorite shows, right? Or, or music artists or whatever. And I say jokingly, cause I know you, you can't uh, fully judge someone off of uh, the five movies. That's their favorite. And so I, I guess I take it a little more to their reasoning or their thinking behind things. And I kind of want to see if I could push a little on you three who said, you know, actions or, or just like saying actions. Cause I I've done some fucked up shit uh, in my life. And I wonder the motivations of why they did what they did. Uh, if that comes into account for you, or is it just solely based? Like that was, that was fucked up. That's it. Or how does that look to you three? That is definitely, that. that's a good a thing to bring up and that's definitely no it it definitely doesn't stop there when i'm thinking of like their actions i'm more so thinking of like who who are you now as we've as we've met or mm. crossed paths like who are you now um because my general philosophy is like you know if you've done something last week, last month, last year, last decade, whatever that doesn't align with me have you have you changed since then or have you grown slash developed since then such that as I meet you now, are we aligned now? Because I'm well aware that people change. I have I certainly have my entire slew of effective things that I have done or experienced or felt or whatever in my past and and vice versa caused other people to feel or experience fucked up things in their lives. I guess it's like 
how did all of those past experiences affect you to create the person that Axon participates in this world now? Mm. And back to that alignment thing. Are are we aligned now? Like mm-hmm. if we didn't if there's no way that we would have that I would have aligned with the past version of you, that's fine because that's not my current reality. That that's not who I'm experiencing at this moment. I think it's fair to take those things into account because uh, they very well could um, affect the person that I'm speaking to now. But how do those past experiences affect them now? Have they made them a better person? Have they not changed at all? They're still kind of shitty. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it all it all comes together. And then I think personal accountability and accountability from the other person like for example I have a friend that I met when I was 17 and you know I'm 32 now and a couple years ago she came to visit you know she seemed fine but what I didn't know she was like really struggling with her mental health so like I live in Oakland and mushrooms are decriminalized here so we did mushrooms with uh, one of my friends It was great. It was fantastic. And like, I was starting to feel a little anxious because she was saying some things that were kind of dark. And so I was like, okay, I need to watch my anxiety movie. And after I watch my anxiety movie and I feel better, which is Disney's Hercules, by the way, um, we can go, we can go out and then, you know, we can continue our evening. So she's like, can I have something to drink? And I was like, I don't think it's a good idea, but I'll give you this like half a glass of wine and like let it go. And so I'm watching my anxiety movie. I'm trying to chill out, you know, me and my stuffed elephant, Walter, we're having a blast. Then like I hear something and she's like crying, crying. And I realized she drank the entire bottle of wine. She's bawling her eyes out. She's like expressing her feelings for the first time. Like I didn't know any of this was going on with her. She ended up throwing up in my bed, throwing up my whole bathroom, just vomit like everywhere. And when I say I was instantly sober and then like really upset, I was pissed. We, you know, took care of the rest of the stuff. Like she left a couple days later and like paid for my house cleaner that came and cleaned up. She bought me new bedding and everything else that I needed. And like, we took like a two month break and I told her like, I love you and I'm sorry you're going through this, but I need to step away. Mm. And like, now that that happened, it was kind of like the moment that uh, like woke her up to like, Hey, I need to get help um, with my depression and my bipolar disorder, like things she knew, but didn't deal with. So it's like that instance could have been the end of our friendship, but because I know that like I still value her and like the longevity of our friendship and how we do align like in our morals and values, I personally needed to take a break so I don't hate her and resent her mm-hmm. for what she did to my what I consider my sanctuary, which is my bedroom, you know. But like now we're better than ever. So it's like things like that where I could just be like, man, fuck you. You did something fucked up. It's over. But if it was a new friend, oh, shit. Uh, I would have called 911 and been like, get this bitch out of my house. What the fuck? You know, like taking her to like civil court and gotten all my bills paid for all the cleanup. I I just I wouldn't have been able to tell it. But I feel like sometimes history with people make it easier to mend or repair. But I've also had friendships that have been, you know, a decade or so long and like one thing is said and then it's like oh yeah no this is over you're 
you know, our, we are not aligned. This isn't it. And I don't want to do this anymore. And I think it's like, you have to understand in, in that moment, like, like, even if we didn't continue to be friends, I feel like in that moment, like how I felt like my, my personal space was violated because she chose to not deal with her own shit and it got leaked into my life and ruined things in my life. I could still forgive her and respectfully be like, I forgive you. I hope you get the help that you need, but I no longer have the capacity to be your friend. Like that's an option. I feel like people forget about It's like, you can have grace and kindness and forgiveness in a situation and still choose to remove yourself from it. So in that case, we're still homies. That's my sis. I love her to death. But in other instances where it's like, I recently had a friendship breakup and it's just like, I feel like this isn't working for me and I feel disrespected when you do X, Y, Z. And I think respectfully, like, I just don't want to talk to you anymore. We had a chat and we said some things and then we haven't spoken in like two months now after Mm -hmm. being friends since like 2008. Mm -hmm. It had to be that way because we have to protect our peace sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm all about protecting my peace, which is kind of why, like, especially if you're new and I see something that I don't like and it's like, "Mm, yeah, I'm not, that actually probably will completely stop me from building anything else. This like probably shouldn't be that way, but I've dealt with a lot of traumatic things in my life, no matter if it's someone in my family or just someone who just like walked in is like so I don't sometimes give like new people a chance and like history people we got a long history I like I'll, I'll give it a chance I'll give it a chance and like I've dealt with all well I remember I felt kind of pushed out of my a best friend and a sister a cousin she's we're so close I called her my sister and uh when she started uh I guess dating at the time, my best friend, it was, it was just a real bad situation where I felt pushed out and like literally pushed out. Cause we're all hanging out together. And then I'm told, Oh, I'm going home, but they're going to hang out. I was like, Oh, then I realized I wasn't uh, invited. anymore. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Like, at that moment, I'm just like, you know, I'm heated. I'm upset. I'm, I'm done with both. I'm done with both. Yeah. But uh, after, you know, emotions calm down, and then, okay, because I talked to both of them individually, and we all say what we needed to say, and like how you know you realize they don't always people don't always mean to hurt you when they do, mm. and like I can, that's the part that I sometimes really, uh, forget whenever I am hurt by someone, but like an action can hurt you, but they don't mean to tend that. Mm. So yeah, it's good to like give an opportunity you know for grace and forgiveness but to be honest like for new people i don't i don't give it too much yeah. too often that's why you don't text me back michelle okay i, I get it that's um you okay that's you took two days to text me back after i text you but okay you know what i will uh, say about michael texting though is like Uh-oh. we've known each other for so long and you are so good about reaching out to people. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a text from Michael, just like, hey, are you okay? How are you? And I'm just like, oh my God, like someone cares about me. Like, it's so nice. And like, I'm really bad at like texting. Like you have better luck catching me on Instagram DMs for some reason. But like, yeah. it's it's just nice. And I feel like a lot of people, and I think Michael, that's why like you're super special. And I know this is your podcast, so I'm praising you. But like, I truly mean this. Like, I feel like 
I wish I knew more people because, you know, there's some people have like object permanence with friends, like out of sight, out of mind. It's like I moved away, but like we're, I still consider you a good friend of mine. And like, I remember when we were both like weird, anxious kids in college and like, here we are yeah. doing a podcast, you know, and it's just, it's, I appreciate that type of like reach out. Cause if I'm thinking about somebody, like I'll reach out to them or like if something happens in their area, I'll be like, hey, I saw that this happened. Are you okay? And like, I feel like that courtesy and that care, um, just people are like, oh, I'm just, I'm a bad texter. You know, for me, it's like, I just try to stay off my phone because I feel like I'm on screens all day. But like when people take three weeks to respond, it's like, I know you've been on Instagram every day. So uh-huh. I know you looked at your phone, but also everybody lives their life differently. So I try to give grace, but yeah, I just wanted to say, I appreciate your communication style. And I think that's something that's been important to me in relationships and like new friendships, because I am very much in a space where I'm clear with my boundaries and what I need. And I don't think I have the space to deal with people who don't know how to do that too. Thank you. I'm going to go cry after this. Um, Big hugs. I, thanks. <laughs> uh, I always feel weird received, but uh, thank you. I appreciate that. What mythical creature do you wish actually existed? Ooh, an Appa. I'm going to have to Google what an Appa is. It's from Avatar, I think. Oh, that's right. Yes. I've actually never watched Avatar. I'm such a bad anime girl. But an appa just I would wanna like have one. Like Oh, you mean the sky bison. <laughs> yes. <laughs> his I, name was, is, I was like, hold on. I was trying appa. to figure it out. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't bison. know if his name is I just call it an appa. It just is so cute and cuddly and like big. Yeah. I don't know. I just I that's so sweet. I just wish it was real. That would be cool. I didn't even think anime when I said mythical. So now now I'm thinking I'm trying to think of everything. <laughs> Were you thinking like griffins <laughs> and dragons? Yeah, I was thinking you, it was going to be alicorn. That was going to be my answer. The horse with the, the horn and the wings. But now you brought up anime. I was like, oh, wait a second. There's so Very many other things. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're going global. <laughs> global. Danny, Michelle, do you have one? Well, I, I, would I, want time. All, I would want all Pokemon to be real. Perfect. Boom. Uh, yes. Terrifying. I, I'm on that. It is terrifying because some are kind of scary if you were to actually put them in the real world. Imagine you being know. in Miami and a Gyarados shows up. Like, oh no, <laughs> our yeah. girl summer is ruined. Right. Or like yeah. you know, know give me like a cute, epic. cuddly Eevee or yeah. like Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Oh no, Jigglypuff would be putting people to sleep. When they don't I need to be asleep. I would have the best nap. Yeah. Oh, so you're like thinking about at home. Okay. I I <laughs> no, thought of it I like they're running beach. around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would you battle them, Danny? Or would you just no. have them? Okay. No, I think battling only works in the anime. Because if you were to actually take that entire notion and then apply it to the real world, that is terrifying. It's like yeah. cockfighting with like yeah f- mythical creatures. <laughs> yeah, like if a Charizard like does a flamethrower on my face, I'm not just going to be covered in ash. I'm going to be Die. dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and hopefully cooked well done. I don't know, but yeah, it's not going to work. 
Yeah. Okay. So no battle. No battling. Okay. But they can live in the wild if it's like cool. Maybe could have some as pets. Yeah. I would love a fish tank with like really derpy magic art because they're harmless. Oh my God. But I would not train them <laughs> nor evolve them because that is terrifying. Yeah. But I digress. Gyarados, Gyarados on yeah. the beach. Yes. Michelle, what about you? Uh, I'm really in a half a dragon right now, so I really want to drag in. <laughs> cool. Cool. I, I know nothing about that universe, but I know dragons are awesome. I think I'll have to jump on the Pokemon train. I definitely would want a couple. I hope I don't have to battle or hurt them to catch them. I guess that's what ownership is, or at least in that world. But if I could have one freebie one, like I didn't have to hurt it to get it. That would be very cool. But yeah, in the real world, if I'm driving to work and all of a sudden someone's battling and the the Blastoise comes through the road, <laughs> I got to text my boss. I'm going to be late. There's a Blastoise and an Onyx fucking around up here. I I don't know. I don't know if I really would want that. Oh my gosh, that'd Just be the imagine. best excuse ever, ever. That means I don't have to go to work. There was a Snorlax rocking the I-10. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to be in today. I'm sorry. That makes me so happy. I'm going to try to use that excuse one day and see how what oh my reaction God. I get. Oh my I don't think that's a good idea. I want you to keep your employment. That's what, yeah. Michael, you, you know, can still uh, use it because you know everybody. Everybody's able to stay no matter what the excuse is. So. That's true at our job. Yeah, you have to do something really bad. So, so we can, we can, so it. we can still use this. Yeah, guess you have to gauge. Well, mine would your be boss. hilarious. Okay, huh? I said you'd have to gauge no. your boss if they'd be into that uh, excuse or not. No, right? No, see, mine would be hilarious because if I said sorry. <laughs> There was the Snorlax blocking the I-10. All I do is work from home. So oh it wouldn't my work. God. Yeah. But it'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. Yeah. And then last question, then we can all go on our ways. What problem are you currently grappling with? The first one I think of is, I guess it's not too much I don't know. So, well, anyway, the first thing I did was transitioning into moving into my house because it'll be the first time in my entire life that I'll be living alone, let alone in such a big space for mm-hmm. one person. Because I've always lived either with family or friends, not by myself. So I know it'll take some getting used to, but it does scare me a little bit just because it's brand new territory for me and just like brand new territory in general, it tends to be scary. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Hey, I'm thinking. Oh, you're thinking Michelle, oh, we got to, we got to stall. I can, I can go if you I need. Forgot. What's the question again? Uh, wow. What? what? <laughs> I forgot how you phrased it. I what? Your practice, right? what? Oh, oh, problem. Right, right, right. <laughs> what problem are you currently <laughs> grappling with? <laughs> I have several, was, um, but the, uh, uh, the biggest <laughs> one. The <laughs> Mine is my guest not listening to the question. Um... <laughs> I told you I forget. Oh, you're right. But yeah, I think my biggest one is uh, the grap- I'm grappling with right now is uh, how much longer I stay at my current employment. Ooh. It's like, this is all I've ever wanted to do since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. That's all I've ever wanted to do with working kids. After watching my growing up, watching my grandmother um, 
be a foster care mother. So I've, I just knew all my life I wanted to do that. And then now we're in this um, worldwide, situ- well, at least nationwide situation where teachers are not being appreciated and not, we're not getting paid the way we need to. And it's like, although this is all I've ever wanted to do my entire life is I don't think it's worth it anymore. Yeah. Let me know if you need advice on how to transition into instructional design for tech. <laughs> nice. He, he's got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I made the leap five years ago. <laughs> yeah. I I think my biggest problem right now is I mean it's not really like a singular problem but more of like a approach that I'm like trying to figure out. So when I like meet new people, I can be zero or a hundred. Or zero is like, okay, I'm at this party. I'm just standing here watching people. I don't want to fuck with anybody. Don't talk to me. I will look at you crazy if you try to speak to me. Oh. Or it's like I'm telling you about how my dad doesn't speak to me anymore since I came out. And it's like trauma dumping. And so it's just like I don't know how to be like, okay, this feels safe and comfortable. And here's a little bit about me without being all like small talky and cheap about it. Like, I, I can't do the small talk like, oh, so what do you do? Oh, cool, dude. Oh, thanks, John. <laughs> like, I, I can't. It like literally kills me and drains my soul. So I'm trying to find my balance so that I don't overwhelm people because some people might want to like me and want to talk to me and like be friends, but then I might come off overwhelming. So it's like, how do I be normal but then it's like I meet people where I am at a hundred immediately and they're like, let's do this again. You know? So it's like, is it me? Am I the drama? Or is it like, I just got to find the particular people that are just okay with me being on one, like all the time. Mm-hmm. I I definitely uh, relate to that because I, I don't like the small talk either. I I always want the more like when did you have that food for the first time? What memory? Yeah, how did it make you feel? <laughs> what memory like, is yes. attached? I want all of that, but the person just like fucking leave me alone. Like you asked me how my weekend yeah. was, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> like or I hate I, when people ask how are you, uh-huh. and when you actually tell them, they get upset. Like don't ask me, just say hello and mm-hmm. walk away. Yeah, like the, yeah. The, yeah, exactly. Why? You asking me that you've opened the door for me to tell you my frustrations yeah. with everything or whatever, my joy with everything. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure that out. Too. I I think I would bet more on it's the other. So it's not solely just you, like you are who you are. And then some people do well with, with you at a hundred and then some people can't handle it or whatever it may be. And yeah. I think whatever you naturally feel at the moment of uh, interaction, I think yeah. is right. But yeah, I'm still trying to navigate how how to balance that, how to not try to get the person to dig so deep on on something and just accept the small talk sometimes, even though I, I truly hate it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've gotten down in the last like four months, I would say I've worked really hard on this where like I'm putting myself in social situations where I am interacting and kind of practicing, I guess. I think I'm at a cool 75. 
you know, nice. where it's like, I give you the small talk until I feel like maybe this person's weird too. Let me say one weird thing and gauge yeah. their reaction. So if they're <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, that's wild. Then I'm like, okay, small talk it is. But if they're like, oh my God, that's hilarious. I think about that kind of weird stuff all the time. Then I'm like, what else do you think about? You know? <laughs> Let's go <And> more. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, Value alignment. Yes. Full circle. Yeah. My problem, I don't make time for myself. And I think I have two children to blame. No, um, I th- I mean, that's a big part of it. It's it's just it's just hard to balance me time because then there's there's work, parent time, and then even Serena and I, right, we we would like couple time, but then we also need individual time. And there's only 24 hours in a day, and then you have to physically, you have to sleep eventually. Um, so it, it's just hard trying to find the balance of, okay, on these nights, we'll, we'll have like a couple night on these nights, I'll do my own thing, you do your own thing, or even just, okay, I guess I'll work uh, a little more. The, the self-care part is is really hard uh, for me to make time for. I don't want to say find time for, make time for. That's my problem at the moment. And the Snorlax on the I-10. Oh, not I-10. Um, <laughs> is he going to East or West? Because that is, it makes a big difference. There's two. There's two. They haven't moved. They haven't moved. Yeah. It's a family and home. So I'll say no. I'm not even going to try it again on the freeway. If I hear there's a Snorlax, I'm not even going to try it. I'm just going to stay home. It's on the traffic report. <laughs> yeah. Going down on the and there's Snorlax blocking yes. traffic backed up to the 51, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, there's a Snorlax in your driveway, and then it doesn't matter where it doesn't matter. It is. Yeah. You can't leave. Yeah. My my poke flute hasn't arrived uh, in Amazon, so um, I can't. <laughs> Not I'm Amazon. Poke, I can't. I'm Pokezone. Yeah, my Pokezone. Thanks, Elon. Um, Thank you all for, for doing this. Uh, I, I really appreciate this, and it, it always cheers me up uh to hear y'all and be able to talk to y'all so thank you i really appreciate it have a great um have a great rest of your night and rest of your rest of your life no i'm just kidding uh (laughs) so i see or talk to y'all again (laughs) this is goodbye this is the final episode (laughs) yeah michelle i see you um are you okay (laughs) do you need to talk i I guess i do we'll do another episode right now uh no um until next time i'll see y'all later Thank you so much. Yeah. Bye. I don't know. Maybe because I'm a research whore, like, yes, I feel like people just don't read anymore and they just watch YouTube videos and base their life decisions on it.